Hey, Daniela, how are you? Good, how are you? Girl, I'm good. I'm good. 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 I need, I need it's like a massage or something. <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to my dad about 20 minutes ago because I got a massage recently and the girl went so hard that it like, I don't know if it damaged some of my nerves or irritated <laughs> them or something, but I was telling, I went to our acupuncturist a couple of days ago too. And I was telling him about this and I was like, if my, if the tip of my nose is on fire with nerves all the time, what, how do I fix that? And he looked at me like I was a crazy person. <laughs> Which one, Sung or you? Sung. Oh. <laughs> he, Sung he was is like, hilarious. Uh, that's not common. <laughs> and you're like, um, okay. And I was like, my nose hurts. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Did he help you? Um, he was like, text me on Monday if it's still happening. But it, it went away today. So okay. I'm thankful that I don't have permanent nerve damage. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think my lesson here is really listen to your body because sometimes when I'm having a massage, when she goes really deep or when she does it really hard, I'm like, this is good for me because it's really going to like release the fascia and, and things like that. Um, but you know, I think there's an edge to it where if it's too hard, it could really be actually hurting your body, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm actually going to go to song sometime this week too. Love him. Yeah. He's funny. What are you guys working on lately? Nothing really. It's really just casual. Like whenever I feel guided to to go, I really just have him do some lymphatic stuff. That's really it. Oh, good. Yeah. So have you, have you gotten um, any information on lymphs and clearing your lymphs and things like that? I think you were looking for that. No, but maybe we can ask Jennifer about that. I mean, I've been or our guest today, rather, pre-introduction, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, I've been asking Sung about it, and that's what we kind of do with the needles. Um, and I think that it's just, um, I don't know, I guess that's really all that I can think of at, at this moment. I mean, obviously, massage helps, too. Right. depending on where they're massaging like your neck and blah 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 but yeah I do I do need that so I wonder if that can be done energetically probably yeah I would say probably anything yeah. seems to be able to be done energetically yeah seriously maybe that's what I need today <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what else is going I'm on with you gonna... um not much um I'm trying to think really not much I've been really tired and I've been trying to just get a lot of rest mm -hmm. and just kind of be patient with myself because usually I'm pretty active and stuff like that. And lately I've been just kind of wanting to like sleep and relax. And I think that's a good thing. So I'm just doing that. And then next week I start, um, I have my first session with Nikki, which will be cool. So we'll see what happens with that. That's great. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. So that's really it. What else with you? What else with me? Um, besides my tingly nose, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, I had a weird day yesterday where I felt really alone in this life. And I know we've talked about it a lot before. Um, it, 
it feels really lonely sometimes when we know what a true genuine connection can feel like mm-hmm. and that's not currently in our lives. Um, and, and I know I struggle with it once in a while and then I come back to, well, you know, divine timing, everything happens for a reason and this is where I should be right now. And I completely understand that. Um, but I get, I guess I'm getting a little bit wound up in if everything happens at once and I've done so much healing, then why is it, why do I have to be alone if that's causing me, if I feel unhappy that I'm alone? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But what do you mean everything happens at once? I don't know if I understand that statement. So time is a construct and everything that ever happened or will ever happen is happening now because the present is all we have. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been really diving into that concept lately. And I I feel that truly like everything is, is one, you know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely think everyone should go look that up and kind of go down that rabbit hole because it's pretty interesting thinking about it. Um, But if, if like past live, past live stuff has to be cleared, but past lives are happening right now because that is my soul then I wonder why I have to clear that in order to move forward well in my mind it's all about alignment it's not that you necessarily have to be 100% perfect for everything to to be where you want it to be but at the same time sometimes our ego wants things that aren't in alignment with our highest good at the moment Meaning it's just not, it's not that point in, I know time's a construct, but I'll just say it like, it's not in that point in time where um, that energy can come to you like freely because there's something that's blocking, blocking it. So like, um, it doesn't mean that you have to be alone. If your desire is that you want to be with someone, you always have a choice, whether that situation is of the highest good in nature is different, right? Because what you're saying that you're in in the present moment, so you're going to attract what you are and what your energy is in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so does that mean it's the highest outcome? Maybe, maybe not, right? Because there might be a different point in this journey where your energy has shifted into a different alignment. And so you're thinking of, oh, I want X, Y, Z, but that might be aligned to you kind of not in this very instance, but something else could be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes sense. So like you don't have to be alone. You can always attract something in. Um, And then as your energy shifts, you know, it's either stays in alignment with you or it doesn't. Right. So do you understand? So it's it's a choice. Like you can either wait until you're in the highest alignment. So you attract the highest possible outcome or you allow the journey and the process and attract things along the way that you may or may not fall out of alignment with. Yeah. That's just how I see it. Yeah. And um, I've just been questioning based on the time thing. Like the lot of thoughts have been going through my head about everything happening mm-hmm. um, in the present. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, it's just confusing me. And I do g- genuinely think that whatever is meant for me is not going to pass me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just kind of 
I was just in a weird mood with it yesterday. Um, yeah. But now I feel be- a little bit better, be- better about it today. Yeah, it's one of those up and down things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and maybe I was supposed to feel that. Maybe I was triggered for a reason, and I yeah, allowed course. myself to feel, and mm-hmm. now we're here. That's good, and that's the important part is allowing yourself to feel. Exactly. Okay, well, I'm glad you're feeling better and and worked through that that emotion and energy. Thanks, girl. Yeah. Well, speaking of healing, I want to introduce our guest today. Yes. Um, so today we have Jennifer Robel. She is a healing artist, a celestial channel, a psychic, a spiritual teacher, um, and she's been doing this since early childhood, connecting with her guides and angels and things like that. Um, she recently started teaching a body of work that she developed several years ago called Angelic Earth Resonance. It incorporates channeling, light language, somatic body work, energy work, activation of kundalini, and, and many other tools that she's going to talk to us about today. And so we're going to explore what this means, this angelic earth resonance. And then she's potentially going to do a transmission for us today. So hi, Jennifer. Hi. Thank you for having me. Hey, Jennifer, of course. Thank you so much for being on with us tonight and for uh, the rosies that don't no, I actually have had a session with Jennifer virtually. Um, she did a light language transmission for me, and um, I can't speak more highly of her and, and her abilities. So, Jennifer, um, tell us about how you know your gifts started. How you recognized that you had these uh, particular gifts? Oh wow! Um, I think when I was little, I've always been able to communicate with my guides and angels, and I've always been connected in that way um, for many reasons. I'm not, I, I'm not exactly sure. It just was a path. And I thought that that was normal. You know, you're a child and you don't really know that anyone else's experience is different than yours. And so um, that was just always my experience. And some point, at some point I realized that it was a little unusual and I never tried to fully shut it down, but because it was always so supportive for me and I remember channeling even as a little girl uh, for my parents and my friends and my loved ones and not really understanding the word channeling or what that meant, but the feeling of it, I understood and that it wasn't exactly me. And I would be guided to, to help people, to help strangers, weird things like that, that used to freak my parents out, of course. Um, hmm. And I just, I always knew that I would be doing something I don't know, to do with healing work, something spiritual, but I wasn't into religion. So I didn't really know what that was because my parents were very conservative and they weren't into that kind of thing. So um, I discovered, I moved to Tucson, Arizona when I was uh, 19 years old and I discovered energy work and the whole new age world and became a massage therapist, learned energy work, um, practiced as a healing artist and a psychic for many years and um, actually that's all I've ever done. <laughs> I of course did other side jobs and I went to college for a while, but really I've always just done healing work and always felt that that was my calling and still do just absolutely love it and feel really blessed to live the life I'm living really. Yeah. And honestly, like I said, you, your energy is just incredible. I say this on probably one or two episodes we have, but, um, for me, um, I'm always guided to particular practitioners. 
I can't just work with anybody. And I'm sure you know what, what I say, what I mean when I say that. Definitely. Yes. Um, and I think that it's always someone of a pure heart and like a master energy mm-hmm. um, that I'm guided to um, because it's really the only way that I can receive the healing because um, of like who I am on a soul level. I have to be able to, you know, to connect or they have to be able to connect to me. And I didn't really understand that for a very, very long time. And then I started kind of allowing spirit to direct me where I needed to go. And then I was finally finding kind of the help that, that I needed. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's very empowering story. And of course, that's obviously your, your role. And so tell us a little bit about, um, you know, something, a question that kind of comes to mind is like, when you connect with angels, like, how do you, how does that come through for you? Is it like an image in the mind? Is it a feeling? Um, Have they spoken to you before? Like any insights you have, I think angels are such an amazing phenomenon. And a lot of people, regardless of religion, like believe in them. So I'd love any perspective you have. Yes. um, Well, I think angels, there's different ways I think about angels and especially in the body of work in the name angelic. I was very surprised. My guides told me this name and it was very surprising to me because I immediately thought of Christianity and angels and angel readers and angel healers. And I was like, that isn't me. And I don't really know, even though I definitely work with those angels, I didn't feel really aligned with that. And so as I started working with it more, I understood also, well, Metatron, the Archangel Metatron was um, one of the one of the guides who helped create my body of work. So of course, Angelic would be a part of that. But um, yeah, I think of the, they've taught me that Angelic is also a frequency and that there are a lot of beings in the universe that resonate at the angelic frequency. And it's a frequency where the beings in the, uh, that dimension, the, the only thing that they are alive for is to serve God or to serve higher power or to serve love. And so it's a certain frequency in the universe. And so they taught me that that is um, that angels come in many forms. And mm-hmm. so it's always beautiful. And to answer your question, question more specifically, I experience it pretty much on all levels um, and in ways, of course, that don't have words, but it can, it feels different a lot, but it's an an all encompassing feeling um, of expansion and bliss, um, ecstasy sometimes. Uh, Sometimes I'll hear them singing very Mm -hmm. loudly and I tone with them and do light language and it's very, and sing with them. And it's very interesting. And sometimes I'll come out of it and not realize how loud I'm singing. (laughs) They're so loud. And then I'm immediately embarrassed, but luckily the clients usually, um, you know, in the deep state and they're, they love it. But to me instantly, my ego mind's like, Oh no. (laughs) Um, So that's really beautiful. And I see them too in my mind's eye, sometimes with my physical eyes, but that's more rare. I see very clearly with my inner eye, my third eye. Um, and they feel different. Metatron in particular is very interesting. Um, that angel doesn't feel to me like it has a gender or even a form. Mm-hmm. And it's super powerful, um, almost intimidating. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't realize that angels were unique as um, 
I guess what I'm trying to say is angels are unique and souls are unique. I didn't realize that. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. fascinating, really, the whole realm. And then, of course, the Christian angels have a whole hierarchy and the seraphim and Mm -hmm. all the different types. And it's really fascinating. Um, There's it's complex. There's a lot to it. But the experience is overall just the most beautiful feeling. And the reason this work was named Angelic Earth Resonance is because we all like all human beings can tap into that frequency. We all have that within us or the access to that within us, to that divinity and to that angelic template, I guess. And so since we're in the ascension and this work is somatic body work, but also light work and, and energy work, it's really about anchoring more of your soul light into your physical body and into physical life experience. So it is very um, pattern shifting and very accelerating for people on that who are really um, open and ready Mm -hmm. to take a leap and move that direction. So it's very much a new paradigm body of work. Yes. That's, that's so beautiful. And um, so when you're toning and singing, um, at least from my experience with you, with my light language transmission, um, I heard you like doing a little bit of the singing and also just like, um, it was like a, f- a fluid way, but it was like light language. But then you would almost like say like a message, like in the, in like English, like you would like do a light language and then you would say like, you know, whatever they were saying. So do you, is that the channel part? So do you, um, is that how you usually work with them? Like it's kind of part, like the light language is more for the healing aspect on a soul level. And then you're kind of channeling messages that go along with it. Or how does it usually work with, with your transmissions? Um, well, I feel like the light language, honestly, I feel like the light language is incredibly powerful on it own, on its own and stands on its own and doesn't necessarily need to be interpreted in English because it speaks directly to the unconscious mind and that's more effective. Mm-hmm. But I also have come to learn and respect the fact that there are times um, when our, when it is valuable to have a conscious concept of something as well, and it can be even more powerful to bring them together. And I get that. And so most people um, who channel light language on a regular, uh, like a lot, um, on kind of have an impression of what it means as it's coming through or what it's saying. It's multidimensional. So in, I mean, very multidimensional, like, like on a level that our brains can't even wrap our minds around. And mm-hmm. so kind of like how our cells divide that fast and that complex, it's that multidimensional and it's sending that much information to the person. And so to, to be able to say what it's doing is impossible, but you do get kind of an overall sense of mm-hmm. what it is. And sometimes, and, and sometimes I'll get a, an entire past life and a whole story and a whole picture. And it's absolutely amazing. So for the sake of just bringing in the conscious mind and engaging the person listening a little bit more with the experience, I do try to paraphrase what's coming through. And they've started working with that with me more and more. And I think that that will continue to expand as time goes on. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Um yeah, with with my particular. Now, um, we I you know in terms of channeling and stuff, I think each individual is different. And do you end up remembering 
like what you're channeling or is it more in the moment and then it's gone? Um, it's a little of both. A lot of times it is really hard to remember what's being channeled because I'm in such a deep present state that once it's, it reminds me a lot. I tell people it reminds me a lot of like a dream. Mm -hmm. You wake up from a dream and you remember the whole dream in detail, but literally just a couple minutes later, you can't remember most of it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it can be like that. And literally where later, like a day or two later, sometimes it'll hit me out of nowhere driving to the grocery store. Like, Oh my gosh, that happened in that person's session. I completely forgot about that. So, <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I know and sometimes I don't know. But um, so that's why it's nice to bring the paraphrase through. And mm-hmm. I actually I do remember now with your reading, that's why I did it is because I was afraid I wasn't going to remember everything to tell you at the end. And some of it seemed so potent that I wanted to get it through in between. Yes, I remember. And I think so for the Rosies, um, I essentially reached out to Jennifer and I left it pretty open ended, but I was in particular kind of wondering about, you know, relationship. I'd been single for like almost seven years and I just was kind of wondering like, hey, you know, I mean, I've done all my inner work and I still haven't really moved forward in that area. So what's going on? And she had this beautiful transmission and pulled some cards. And I think um, from what I remember, Jennifer, it was like a beautiful healing, um, almost like a completion point. And you had said like that, um, you know, something was coming forward like very, very soon. And and then actually within a couple of months, um, ended up meeting someone, which is great. So, um, yeah. And then I know it was funny because you had reached out to me and provided me with the the recording and the reading. And then like a couple of days went by and you emailed me again and you're like, I was just guided to send you this card description <laughs> like a couple of days later. And I thought that was awesome um, that, you know, spirit was still kind of connecting us together even after a few days. So that was awesome. But um, in particular with light language, Jennifer, I mean, so what can you explain what light language is and how it helps us? Um, yeah, to the best of my ability, I can explain. Um, it's light language is, it's generally considered to be the language of the soul or the language of the angels. And you'll hear it set that said by a lot of people. Um, it is a mostly a telepathic language. It's, it's a part of how to explain this. It's the language of your soul. So it's this part of you that connects with spirit and can bring through languages of the ancient past or from other times and places in the universe or from the future even. And sometimes when people are channeling light language, they'll say words in other languages that are actual words, but that isn't really the point or relevant because, um, you know, we're human beings and we have anatomy and physiology, certain rules to that. And there's only so many sounds we can make (laughs) and and so many things that, that our bodies can bring through. So with light language, it's more about the energy than the words or what the meaning of the words are. It's like, oh, you know, they said this, but you will find that certain channels do you'll hear the same words or you'll hear hear similar languages. And so we do relate languages to different, um, basically like ET races or star or star races or relate them to the angelic realms or the elemental realms. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So it's really galactic, elemental, or angelic languages. But this language of the soul is expressed through the heart. It's a telepathic language. It doesn't have to be understood by the conscious mind. It has a healing aspect. Um, people who know who Cryon is, who the, who the channel Cryon is, uh, Lee Carroll, he, Cryon calls, calls light language a tool for the uh, new paradigm. I think, or a tool for the new earth, something like that, um, because it is our bridge between um, the linear language that we have and the telepathic language of the future, the language of the heart, essentially. So this is a way also, light language is a way to heal yourself, to empower yourself, to step more into sovereignty, which is also a huge part, as we know, of the new earth and the new paradigm and what we're moving into in the age of Aquarius. So light language gives you the ability to really tap into connecting with your soul and your higher self and your guides and angels in a very, um, a very clear way. And and it helps you develop that channel and cultivate it. So really you have more access and power to your own healing and your own guidance. And this helps expand the consciousness, which is part of why the light language is happening and spreading now is because we are expanding in consciousness as we ascend into these frequencies. And so light language is one of these tools that comes in and helps us elevate. It helps relieve ascension symptoms and helps our whole cellular structure continue to move through these giant shifts that we're all experiencing. I had, um, I had my first light language transmission just a couple months ago. And one of the things that I was not expecting was the the different words and frequencies and sounds being spoken. So Jennifer, I think you did a great job explaining about what um, what actually comes out because randomly it will be a word in English that I understood, but it's not about the word. It's about what you're feeling. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I learned was that even if it's the same transmission, everyone gets a different message. Is yeah. that is that true? Yes, and that's because of the multidimensional nature. So, um, and the way that higher self interacts with this energy. So, higher your soul can d- can pull from this multidimension. So, if you think of the light language, maybe as like a software package with all this information, all this data, and your higher self, your soul is brilliant, just as brilliant as the package, and it knows exactly what to take from this software package at any given moment. So um, you only get what you need and you only get what you're ready for. And that's why, you know, thousands and thousands of people can listen to the same transmission and receive something from it. That's absolutely Mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think so too. Do you, um, do you do hand movements or anything like that? Or is it just a spoken or sung language? Yes, I do signing too. um, And I do the writing um, which you can see on my YouTube channel with the videos I post, but it's, I definitely do the signing. I've been an energy healer since I was 19. So it's almost impossible for me to channel without using my hands. Um, but I didn't realize that those hand movements were light language, um, at other points in my life with doing healing work, but I definitely use them a lot. Like when I did, um, Daniela's transmission and reading, it was just an audio transmission. We didn't do a video, but as I was recording her transmission, I was signing the whole time and feeling the energy. Mm. So is it important for the person receiving the transmission 
to have their eyes open and really watch everything you're doing? No, that doesn't matter. It, it, um, not if they're speaking too. it probably wouldn't even matter if your eyes were closed. I mean, technically, but like I always tell people, you know, it's sometimes because we are so body identified, <laughs> sometimes we can only go so far and still let something in, you know? So, um, Technically, I imagine if it was just going without your eyes open, it would still affect you. But it's probably going to be more effective if you're watching it, if it's just a signing transmission. Uh, yes, that makes sense. Love that. I'm so excited. <laughs> I feel like, so um, I have one more question, Jennifer. Um, so, in relation to all the gifts that you have, um, I believe that angelic earth resonance is a combination of a lot of things. Can you describe like maybe in a general sense or the best to your ability, how you kind of use each of your different like healing techniques and gifts and in a combination of, you know, healing and, and um, you know, like packaging all that together to make this unique technique? Yes. Um, well, I would say one of the trainings I've been, you know, I've been a healer for doing healing work and practice for the, almost 30 years. So I've done a lot of training and worked with a lot of people. And one of the things I learned was how to go into a very deep state of presence and um, be led deep into from that place into a very deep state of channeling and um, connection. So there is the normal connection of of, you know, interacting with my guides during a reading or when I'm giving someone a, you know, a face-to-face -face channeling, but this is a different state. This is a deeper, um, and I won't call it a trance state because I'm still conscious. Like I still know what's happening, but I'm very much out of the way. And so when I go into this state, I basically, um, I'm activating my own Kundalini energy and that opens the door to the unconscious mind. And this is a very difficult thing to learn how to do. It takes a lot of time and training, but anyone can learn how to do it. It just takes a lot of effort. And so it's really beautiful. It really helps the, the um, in the human brain, we don't have a way to connect, to release tension from our unconscious mind. And that's why there's been so much somatic healing appearing um, in the past 20 some years, maybe longer, um, <clears throat> because it's really helpful. But um, so angelic earth residence is led from this deep state of listening um, to it's basically a surrendered state where I'm just open to whatever wants to come through. And from that point on my guides, my higher self, the clients guides and their higher self take over. And I'm led through the session um, without any kind of agenda or expectation. So and then I'm usually led to basically invite them into the same kind of opening, the same kind of journey. I guess it's like a shamanic journeying place too, you could call it. Mm -hmm. um, and so opening the, helping the client open into that place. And once I see that open up in the energy field, I start working with light language, um, with instruments. Sometimes like they'll guide me to use different sound healing. And that was something else I was going to say about light language. I often tell people, um, because Danielle, when you were talking about your session, I often, I often advise people to listen to light language in the way you would listen to sound healing, like a crystal bowl or a drum or something like that. You're not really trying to figure mm -hmm. out what it's saying. You're just listening to it and taking it in. So um, all of those tools kind of come in and start to speak to these deeper layers of the person, their soul, these multidimensional selves. I'll start to get 
messages kind of right from the beginning, but um, deeper into the session, I'll get sometimes get past life things and we'll clear things. There's a lot of things that happen. Um, I've been trained in a lot of different things. So whatever comes up in the session is what comes through and it's what we do. And um, this is really um, whatever shifts in the session is kind of at a root level. And sometimes the person has to really work through a lot afterwards, but um, they're so free from whatever it was after. It's like something is really moved through in a deep way because we were able to access their soul and this deep, deep, deep part of them that is really the key to this existence. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> now, what type of things, um, Jennifer, what, um, you know, if someone... It's hard, right? Because with, with different light language things, or I won't say hard, but because it's, you know, newer, it's more of a new earth um, service and and healing, sometimes people maybe struggle with, well, you know, what, how would I sign up for a session? Like what, what type of ailments or traumas or pains or issues might, you know, service or might heal through this service? Um, so do you have like a, a general sense of like, you know, why someone would come get a light language session, like different, maybe different client profiles or like different reasons why people sign up and come to you? Yes. Um, there can be a lot of different reasons, of course, but, um, you know, you, you could come for those kind of healing things. Like you were talking about something very allopathic and direct, like I have chronic headaches or. Um, back pain, or, or you could come for something, you could receive light language healing for emotional reasons, or really for anything. And I feel like a lot of people, the body of work, the angelic earth resonance in particular, but um, light language too, I think a lot of people come for a way to shift out of their patterns in their life that they know are no longer serving them, but they don't know how to get out of it. And they don't know how to stop creating it. And they're aware that there's a deeper level and they don't know how to access it. And so I find a lot of times people come with that awareness and it's really beautiful. And even in the sense of illnesses, knowing that an illness is something that's on a deeper level. So that's often the, the, the reason, the drive. That actually makes so much sense to me. Um, when I did my transmission, it really, um, it really opened my heart and set it free. And I didn't even know that was something I really needed. Yeah. Um, and something I couldn't consciously, well, I don't know if I could consciously do it, but I, it, it didn't seem like I could consciously do what light language did for my body and my soul. Right. Yeah. Because it can, it bypasses all of the resistance that we have within our conscious mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, if all we the fears hear, didn't right, matter. If we, and if we hear someone say like something like, you know, we're in a meditation and you hear someone say something like you are love. You are pure divine love. Okay, so you know that to be true intellectually, you understand that. But we also have all this resistance and all these stories about what love is and about what we are. And all of these things get in our way of really taking things in on a really deep level. So light language bypasses all of that resistance and speaks directly to the heart. So I'm not surprised that you felt such a deep heart opening and I'm really happy for you. I'm excited to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. And I think for any Rosie listening, 
um, even if you don't know you have resistance, it might be somewhere in there. So <laughs> it could be good for you to have. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. So I think if you ladies are are ready and, and Jennifer, if you're able, do you think maybe we could try out a, a light language, a mini one? Sure. I would love to. Okay. Um, is there a specific intention we should set or do we want to just see what comes through? Um, that's up to you guys. I'm open to whatever. Okay. Um, why don't we just see what comes through? Okay. Leave it open. That, that's what I was going to suggest, but I thought I would leave it up to you ladies. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Is there a, is there a way to be? Should we sit down? stand up um yeah you probably want to sit down and be comfortable and close your eyes and just take a few deep breaths centering yourself and relaxing and grounding so that you're open and ready to receive whatever is coming through in this moment for your highest good and Remember your divine nature and your sovereignty, your beauty, your power, your strength. Stand tall in this energy. Free yourself from any fears of judgment. Open your heart and your throat chakra and know that your truth is divine and that your beauty is eternal and that you do not have to play small for anyone or anything. In fact, you are here to shine. You are here to love. You are here to be authentically you and you have this courage within you and you have this vision Para se in nietera kian, in desera sikara yetona saras, in dishanae kum, in vasira tera sukote. And we are with you every step of the way. You are love. Arete nikinamareki, what I said in a satinash, in de paro kitena sita nereda donesres, in de rati oroku sapai, in de la cora eti. And there are water, a barate, and ish, and they sit, and got a boon, a ye or she, and they got a ish, and make it fun, and make it good, because you are free, and you are love. Avarete, osh, and they kira se. We honor you, and we thank you. 
and we love you, now and always. Areces en necum andalasas evita aracum manetuki. Akashu, a senatraka, a sarati de uno, ambarati anaka aruke ish. Esha tenes. Take a few deep breaths. Allowing yourself to absorb whatever needs to be absorbed and integrated. Releasing whatever needs to be released. Breathing and grounding back into your regular awareness. Thank you. Wow, my full body was tingling the whole time. Oh, wow. Oh, I like started almost crying because um, it's funny because I've been talking a lot to my higher self about just wanting to be free mm-hmm. and like just not afraid of like judgment and things like that and just honoring my own like path. And so like, when you said that, I like literally got choked up. <laughs> I was like, well, they're telling me it's fine. And the collective, <laughs> right? Because it's like a collective healing. But everyone needs to experience um, freedom. Yes. And it's something that's required as we move into these higher states of consciousness is um, we need to be our authentic, our authentic selves. We're carrying the codes, we're carrying a piece of the puzzle. And so as we step into our light, we get to contribute to not only our own bliss and our own joy in this life, but also to the entire cosmos, essentially. Wow, that was beautiful, Jennifer. Thank you so much. You're welcome, thank you. It was an honor. Oh, wow. I don't even know how to close it all. I mean, so Jennifer, we um, assign the Rosies a little piece of homework uh, in each episode as part of their healing journey. Would you like to assign the homework for this week? Sure. Um, how about in light of the transmission um, that every day you make a point to either write down or just, you know, stop and make a mental note of things about yourself that you are grateful for, that you find to be just absolutely awesome about yourself and really be in deep gratitude for those parts of yourself that often get overlooked or mistreated. So I think that could be a really good exercise for everyone, including myself. (laughs) Yes. That's beautiful. I love that. I think that's an amazing idea. And then the love will come from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, love that. And if you feel guided, Rosie's. Um, so, um, Jennifer, if someone would like to book a session, do you mind just saying, setting um, your, your website forth? Like, what is your website and how do they kind of get in touch with you? Yes. If someone would like to book a session or a reading um, with me, my website is angelic earth resonance.com 
And um, there's a full list there. There's a page where I have my services listed. And if anyone has any questions, I'm happy to um, talk with you or email with you if you're wondering some more specifics before you want to purchase a service. And um, I book about a month out. The recorded services um, are returned faster. I usually have a faster turnaround than the recorded ones, but the in-person Zoom meetings are about a month out. Um, But I think that's about it. It's pretty easy to find me and make an appointment. Yes, I just booked another light language with you. Oh, great. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, of course. Um, (laughs) Awesome. So, yes, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you, Jennifer, for sharing your light and your beautiful gift and um, giving us that beautiful transmission tonight. So thank you again. You're welcome. And thank you again for having me. Yes, definitely seconded what Danielle was saying. Thank you so much for sharing your light. And we love you, Rosies. Thank you for listening today. Love you, everyone. Bye.